Ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about why you, as a federal employee, should retire poor on paper, not in reality, on paper, so you get all the benefits that comes with it. Now, we're going to talk about a lot of things today, but if you're new here, so good to have you. My name is Dallin Hawes. I'm a financial planner who serves federal employees just like you, so you guys can get the most out of your benefits, understand what you have, and retire confident. That is my goal for all of these videos and let's dive right in. So the reason I say you should retire poor on paper is because we have to understand how things work in America, how things work in the United States of America. And right now, as things currently stand, the things that matter when it comes to taxes, when it comes to Medicare, when it comes to government programs, is your income. Income is what the government cares about. Income, cash flow, okay? However, so basically, the more income you have, then the more taxes you pay, the more premiums you pay for Medicare, the less government um, programs you're you're able to take advantage of. It's all about income. But what they don't look at almost ever is net worth. Okay, they don't look at things like how much do you have in your home equity. They don't look at how much is in your retirement accounts. They only care when the money comes out of the retirement accounts and produces income. They don't care about net worth, okay? That is why some people are frustrated that the ultra-rich don't pay their fair fair share in taxes. And the truth is, the ultra-rich tend to not have a lot of income. They have a very high net worth, but they don't turn that into income very often. So therefore, they tend to not pay a lot of taxes depending on how they structure things. So we want to turn your strategy into one that looks like like what it does for the ultra-rich, is how can we make sure you have a very comfortable, strong retirement, but on paper look poor so you have lower taxes, lower Medicare, all of those things to have a great retirement, okay? So let me talk you through an ideal situation, okay? An ideal situation to quote-unquote look poor on paper is number one, have your house paid off come retirement. I know it's not always possible for everyone, but if you're able to do it, comfortably, it can be a great, great thing. Now, I'm not saying take a huge chunk out of your TSP to pay that off. I got other videos on that topic. I'm not saying do that. But if you're able to get that paid off come retirement, it's a massive, massive deal. Because just think through this for a second. Now, this applies to having any other debt as well. But I'm going to focus on a mortgage for now. If let's say you pay $2,000 a month in a mortgage, well, you have to take out you have to produce, let's say, $2,500 or $3,000 a month of income, pay taxes on that to be left with, let's say, $2,000 a month to pay your mortgage, which is going to increase, of course, your taxes, going to increase your Medicaid. It's going to increase all of those things. But if the mortgage is already paid off, then how much income it takes to actually help you live the retirement you want is much, much lower. So one big thing, again, they don't tax home equity. They don't do that, okay? Now, they might you might have property taxes, but you're gonna pay that regardless of whether your home is paid off or not. So having your, pay, your home paid off come retirement is one way to quote unquote look poorer on paper, keep your income low while maintaining a high standard of living, okay? That's number one, your mortgage and debt. Having those paid off come retirement is a massive, massive deal. Okay, next, we have to understand when it comes to your retirement accounts like your thrift savings plan or your IRAs, 401k, whatever you have or whatever your spouse has, 
we have to understand how those are taxed. Whenever you take money out of a traditional retirement account, like traditional TSP, traditional IRA, traditional 401k, any of the pre-tax accounts, which most of you have most of your money, if you're an average federal employee, you have most of your money in the traditional side and not in the Roth side, okay? When the money comes out of the traditional side, it's taxed as if it is income, okay? You don't get the special capital gains taxes. You don't get any of that. It's taxed at normal, your normal highest income brackets, okay? We don't like that type of income. It is painful to pay the taxes at those rates, okay? Now, I understand um, all of us are going to have some of that type of income. That's okay. Like, you're going to have your pension. You're going to have your social security. You're going to have some of that income. It's a, ma- it's a matter of minimizing it as best we can so that we have more money in your pocket and less in the government in a completely legit and legal way, okay? So here's the deal. Again, let's talk about an ideal situation. Well, in an ideal situation, going into retirement, people have minimal pre-tax money. They have minimal traditional TSP, minimal traditional IRA, and a huge chunk of their money in a Roth IRA, in the Roth TSP, or even a brokerage account. And when I say brokerage account, I'm just talking about a non-retirement account. So this is just an account you could go invest in things. However, it's not a retirement account. And the reason I say brokerage account is often better than let's say a traditional TSP or traditional IRA is because over in the brokerage account, you actually get better tax rates, okay? You get capital gains tax rates, which is always lower Okay, lower taxes than if you take money, let's say, from the traditional TSP. Traditional TSP withdrawals are taxed at your highest rate. Capital gains, which is brokerage account gains, okay, is taxed at a lower rate. It gets a little more complicated than that, but that's the theory, is that you pay fewer taxes when you take money from a brokerage account, okay, than you might from a traditional account. Obviously, a Roth account is the best because you don't pay any taxes there, so in an ideal situation, We have as much in the Roth and brokerage as we possibly can. You don't have to kill yourself to do that, but that's the theory. That's the ideal. We're never going to reach the ideal perfectly, but that's the theory, okay? Now, many people ask, okay, well, I'm making a lot of money now. I don't want to put into the Roth. I don't want to pay higher taxes now, and and that may be the case. Maybe you, you shouldn't. However, for many people, it makes sense to do the Roth now. I've got other videos that are going to go dive into more depth into when you should do the Roth and the traditional. Go check those out if you want more in depth. But let me give you the short answer. Is taxes are probably going to go up in the future? Probably, if I was a betting man. They're scheduled to in 2026 already. So they're probably going to go up. It's just a matter of when and how much. Okay. So if you can pay the taxes now, it's probably a good idea. And most federal employees are actually in a very similar tax bracket in retirement as they are while working. Okay. So if you could pay them now, it probably makes sense. But let's say, let's say you're in the exact same tax bracket or tax brackets go up. Let's say maybe you do pay a little taxes, extra taxes now by doing the Roth now. Let's say that's the case. It's not, most of the time it's not the case, but let's say it is the case. Well, people psychologically honestly like doing that to build up a a big chunk of Roth money in retirement. Because think about it. When you're in your retirement, you're on fixed income. You're on a pension, Social Security, etc. It feels different to have to pay a big chunk of taxes in retirement. It's more painful in retirement than it is while working. It's the same reason people try to 
take care of a lot of big expenses before they're done working, right? They say, I want to make sure my kids do college before I'm done working. I want to make sure the house is refurbished before I'm done working. It just feels better to pay for things while you're still working because you have the security of a job. In retirement, you have to take money from, let's say, retirement accounts. And that money goes down over time, right? Diminishes over time. It feels different, okay? So, there's a financial side of this and there's also a psychological side. So keep both of those in mind as you're doing the plan. I'm not saying to ignore the financial side to, to make it easier psychologically, but generally speaking, people really like having the Roth later. And in an ideal situation, it's certainly nice and it certainly makes it so. I mean, when you take money from a Roth account, that money is invisible, okay? It does not increase your income at all. It doesn't increase your taxes. doesn't increase your Medicare premiums. It doesn't do any of that. It is a massive tool in helping you appear really poor on paper, but not in reality at all. So that's that's the that's the the gist of my my content today of my video today is that the government doesn't like to tax low income folks. And if you can set up your retirement so you look like you have low income, but in reality you've got a strong pension, strong Social Security, um, strong retirement accounts. They just happen to be in a way, structured in a way, so that it looks like you're poor than you actually are, because they don't tax net worth, right? Think about it. So I hope that's helpful. If you have any further questions, there's a link below to submit those, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you guys next time.